Ginger Raid is definitely one of the most memorable, like, because yeah. I, I was insane because I had just been raided by Alina, um, and it was right before Christmas, too. I had just I had just gotten some food and I came back to my room and as I'm sitting down I I just see like Ninja has raided with 13,000. I oh was my like God. I was like what? <laughs> like that one was Welcome to Tardux, the podcast for content creators to come on, share their experiences, stories, and advice. And today I'm super excited to have Vanessa. Welcome. Hi, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Well, happy to have you here. So what we normally do on the pod is to get things going first, we do three rapid questions just to get the juices flowing. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Best vacation ever. Oh, snap. Um, ooh, I think... Oh, I don't know. Um, well, my family went to Florida, like Orlando, when I was like 14. I think like when I was still in high school during the summer, right before my sophomore year started. And that was super fun. Um, it was just like we we were there for a whole week. So we did like we did Universal. We did literally just about everything. So it was super fun. And all of our other vacations have been like family related. So yeah. I think I think that one was probably my favorite. That's the one that sticks out the most. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you get to see any musician or band, past or present. Who are you seeing? Uh, probably One Direction. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm a big I'm a big old One Direction fan. And I have seen Harry Styles recently because I know he's doing solo. But if I could see One Direction again, I would. All right. So you're going out to your favorite place to eat. What are you ordering? Oh, um. I really like uh, Maggiano's, like the Italian restaurant, and yeah. I would probably get mm, probably like the the family style meals where like you can order like the like four people can get like the two big dishes. Oh, wow. Um, probably that, but probably like I don't know, like some sort of pasta. I love yeah. pasta. All right, cool. All right, that's out of the way. We're ready to you know, <laughs> jump into this. Juices you are ready? flowing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so. I recently had Maddie on, on one of my podcasts, and at the end of the podcast, she suggested I reach out to you, and you'd have a great story. And so, how did you end up meeting Maddie? Um, so I I started when I first got introduced to Twitch is when I started streaming. I wasn't really on Twitch prior to that, so that was like around like July 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like I was only really in like one community, and I just was stuck in that one community for a couple of months. Um. But when I had, like, known of Maddie, but I had never, like, been in her community at all, like, anything like that. And um, she hosted customs, like, Fortnite customs once. And uh, my boyfriend wanted to play them. So we uh, we jumped into them together with a friend at the time. Um, and then after that, I was, it was, like, a couple, like, days later or something. I was, I was just streaming at night, like, chilling, playing some squads. Yeah. And the friend that we played with, his name is Tony, he suggested that Maddie raid me because we were playing her customs that one oh. night. And that's how we ended up, like, meeting. I went into her yep. chat after that. And then 
um i just felt really comfortable in her chat and her community and then we just like grew we started playing together like stuff like that we just grew close ever since then Oh, excellent. So when I was looking for a logo to throw up on on, on the backgrounds here, I, I saw Fading Past. What is Fading Past? Uh, that's my old Twitch name. So oh, okay. I, yeah. So when I got part, I got partnered in like January. When I got partnered, I changed my Twitch name to Vanessa. Okay. Um, but before that, it was Fading Past. And I made Fading Past because that was the username I had for my Roblox account in like 2014. <laughs> so I was like, I was like 15 and I... I like made it because my old account name was like short kid 777. I was like oh. <laughs> 11 when I made it. And I was like, I don't want this username and I need a rebrand. Yeah. Um, and at the time, like you couldn't change your username at all on Roblox. Mm -hmm. So I made a whole new account. And I was like in my like wannabe like grunge teenage girl phase. So yeah. I was like, give me something like edgy and deep. And my mind just thought fading past. And I've literally used it as like all of my gamer tags ever since. Oh, that's excellent. All right. <laughs> Here we go. We got, you know, behind the scenes with mm -hmm. Vanessa. Excellent. All right. So where are you from? You're, you say you live down in Virginia? Yes. I've been living in Central Virginia since I was like four years old. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And um, what did you go to college for? Uh, I did public relations and then a minor in sociology. So I just finished uh, my school this past spring. Oh, so you're all done? Yes. Oh, congratulations. Now I just have to worry about student debt, but <laughs> yes. putting that on the back burner for now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So you're all done with college. So what's, what are your plans right now to do streaming for a while? Or are you looking to do both stream and look for a, you know, a, a, you know, a full-time job? Um, so I'm mostly like focusing on the content creation thing. I want to see like where I can take my streaming. Like right now I'm already planning like doing more with like like bringing my TikTok back up again now that I have more time yeah. stuff like that like daily uploads and then like cross posting those on the YouTube shorts like stuff like that but um aside from that I also like help out movement digital uh yeah. I like I like run their Twitter like stuff like that and like their socials and I really enjoy like Brave and like working with him and stuff yeah. like that. So it's really good combination of both considering like he's super flexible and the everyone's just super nice. So I'm Excellent. definitely enjoying my time doing both. Cool. So what made you pick public relations from a, you know, to go into college with? Um, okay. I went to, I went to college undecided. Uh, yeah. I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but back I already mentioned like wanting if I could see One Direction again, I would. And so like yeah. when I was a huge One Direction fan, like the public relations side of thing always like interested me because you could kind of tell like it was always like a big talk, like what was good for their image, like public yeah. relations, like how they're like branching, stuff like that. And around like a year into my freshman or like about the end of my freshman year, I was like, I was like, I'll try this. I'll try this class out. I'll try public yeah. relations. I like that's the one thing I could like only the only thing I could think of. And I was like, I'll try taking out the, the class. So I took it the fall semester and I was like, yeah, I like this. Oh, and excellent. so I just declared my major and it's just stuck with me ever since. Cool. And how was your college experience? Did you enjoy it? It was it was good, but interesting considering like Corona like came into effect halfway yeah. through like the spring of my sophomore year. So um, my whole senior year was mostly online classes. So oh, no. Um, and same with, um, basically my, my entire junior year was all online. And then my yeah. senior year, I had like one in-person class, but then by the time it was my last semester, like I was just 
I mainly was like, I just want to get school over with. Like I had yeah. senioritis and I want to focus on streaming. So I made sure everything was online only. That way I could like kind of prioritize having a streaming mm-hmm. schedule, but I still had time to do work here and there afterwards. Yeah. Do you feel like you missed out on some of it because of the whole COVID thing? Um, Kind of. I yeah. probably, I feel like I would have been in a way different spot if like COVID didn't happen because- yeah. Because like because of it, I got like back into playing Fortnite, and that led to me like meeting friends that like inspired me to start streaming, yeah. like me getting a PC stuff like that. So all that whole chain of events like kind of got me to where I am now. And yeah. I think um, if if COVID didn't happen, like I'd probably be like a corporate girl. Like I'd probably <laughs> be like working like a full time job, yeah. like something like that, instead of like sitting here in this chair talking to you right yeah. now. Oh, cool. So now, um, when did video games start for you? When? But do you remember your first video game? You know, was it a console, PC? It was. Um, my first like distinct memory is Pokemon Yellow on like yeah. the Game Boy Advance when I was in like first grade. I think like I was so young, like I barely understood. I kind like barely understood what I was playing. I like knew yeah. like the damage numbers and how to like read like the game and stuff, but I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't like super advanced, but I've always been a Pokemon fan ever since then because me and my brother were both playing it. And then um, basically like my whole childhood, I played like Nintendo DS and Game Boy and Wii and uh, like um, the old PS2 and the Xbox 360. We played all of those. Um, And then when I was in sixth grade, my dad got me and my brother both laptops for Christmas. They were like cheap HP laptops. But then I got into like more PC gaming. So I got into like Roblox. That's where short kid 777 was born. <laughs> um, and I was like addicted to playing Roblox all the time. Yeah. Um, and Roblox, you can do literally anything your heart desires at this point. You can make anything on there. Yeah. Um, and I did that for so long. And then when Fortnite came out, I had like just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like caught my attention. And I was like playing it on my MacBook Pro at the time. Like I didn't have a PS4 or any yeah. I just had my MacBook Pro and I was like sitting there trying to play like Fortnite with like 30 FPS. It was so bad. <laughs> and I was so bad at the game too that I stopped playing it. I was like I'm too bad. Um but my love for it like rekindled uh with Corona and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like okay, I have the free time now basically. Like I have spring break for an extra week or two like I was using my brother's old gaming laptop. Yeah. Like I had everything. And I got so in love with playing it again. I was like, Let me, I'll buy a PC in the future. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. And uh-huh. I, I've i just loved gaming ever since, honestly. Very cool. So would you say that's probably your favorite game of, you know, since you started playing games is Fortnite? Um, It's definitely like stuck with me the hardest. Not just because I stream it, but it's... I always want to improve. So I always like, I'm always like, I want to get better. Like I'm going to keep playing and I'm enjoying playing with like, like friends and stuff like that. It's always like, I I always just want to strive to be better. But I think besides Fortnite, I really like, I have such an attachment to Pokemon games. Like the old ones have stuck with me so well, like my memory of them and stuff like, like I don't play them that much anymore, but they all, I always have like my heart with them. Yeah. Okay. So what keeps you what keeps you hooked on Fortnite? What does Fortnite have about it that, you know, it's your game that you love to play? Um, it's like I'm so competitive and yeah. I like play Fortnite competitive, but I'm not technically a pro player. It's just like the the idea of wanting to get better and um like make 
like show people that I'm good at it yeah. is what really keeps me going. And a lot of it too is like having fun people to play with. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like don't enjoy playing solos like at all. And I get bored playing solo. I, I get bored playing solos. I enjoy like talking to chat when I do play solos, but yeah. it just gets like, it's the definitely the most boring game mode. So having like fun people to play with just by asking them to play is super fun. Like, um sometimes like if me and maddie want to play we'll just reach out for, like reach out to each other me and Corey will play all yeah. the time like having people who are entertaining and fun and not like super negative about everything makes it way more enjoyable yeah. and like um wanting to keep talking and interacting with those people definitely helps like your love for fortnite too because you yeah. just want to always keep talking to them yeah, that's what I know. So I came into your Fortnite community via actually MDF first, Monster D Face, mm-hmm. who then ended up getting brave on the podcast. Then he exposed me to Corey. Yeah. And then Corey got me to Maddie. And it's like, then seeing the Fortnite community is like, oh my God, there's so many fun people. And yeah. everybody just has such a good time playing with each other. It's so nice to see. Yeah. I, I know there's a. I don't, I don't, I think it was a Bonsai Rose who made the Discord, but they have like the content squads and it's basically yeah. just a whole bunch of content creators when we're looking for people to play with. We just hop in there and it works because everyone loves playing with each other on stream. Everyone has good vibes. Like yeah. everyone has a game mode we're all good at. It's super fun. And you just said the Bonsai Brothers. I had not seen them until seeing your community. <laughs> oh my God. They got to cut back on the sugar. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> they have so much energy. I they don't know do. how they do it. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I props to them, honestly. <laughs> so now in your opinion, what has Epic done to keep Fortnite fresh and just, you know, at the top of the, you know, the gaming field? Um, I think it's definitely gone through like ups and downs. A lot of people will like to say that like Fortnite's like a dead game, but I think they're just comparing it to its peaks because there's been like three different waves of revival for Fortnite. It was like when it first came out, like the like the 2018 hype when it like first came out, like everyone was super hype about it. Then yeah. it was a new game. No one was really good at building. And then it kind of like dropped off a little bit, but not anything crazy. People are just kind of comparing it to what it was compared to how it is now when it still has a huge player base. Yeah. And then it kind of like... I uh, rose up again during COVID just because people were at home. They had nothing right. to do. Um, that's why a lot of people got onto Twitch too, is because they needed something to do with their time. Everyone's at home. It was literally like a perfect combination, Twitch and Fortnite. Yeah. Um, then it kind of slowly started to droop down again, just because like people are like, oh my God, there's too many sweats, blah, blah, blah. And then people are starting, even though COVID is not technically done with, like people are starting to go out again, yeah. stuff like that, like go back to work. So the numbers were declining a little bit. And then the new peak is like the like the addition of no build. That right. like really that really started to bring back the casual base, which is what I kind of think they needed. Yeah. Because beforehand, I think um what was really the future of Fortnite was competitive Fortnite. I think it's like to me, I, I still enjoy watching competitive Fortnite. I think it's one yeah. of the most enjoyable, like it's super high paced, like stuff like that, super mechanical. It's super fun to watch. But I think for a lot of people that don't know how to build or aren't interested in that, like they just are clueless watching it. And yeah. I think no builds and no build tournaments being added was 
nothing I expected, but definitely something the game needed. Yeah. Like, I, so many people, so many more people love playing Fortnite now because of the addition of Zero Build. Some people main it now. Like, they don't even play any of the build modes, which right. is... And then you have people, like, huge streamers that have never played Fortnite or, like, I haven't in years coming back just so they can play Zero Build. Yeah. And the, the hype that it had around it was definitely something that Fortnite needed. And I think... That's like what really like is capturing people's attention now is the new zero build mode. Yeah, so I came from the Escape from Tarkov community, and then when the no mm -hmm. builds, uh, I guess you know, event happened, we saw so many people from Escape from Tarkov who were streaming. Now they're playing the no builds. We mm -hmm. had Doctor Lupo come over. We had Amy, and it's just like it just blew up. And then yeah, it's it's you know it's still you know super popular. Yeah, I. I've never played a skip from Tarkov, but I know, uh, I feel like any Battle Royale or like any PvP game that doesn't involve building, like you could enjoy Fortnite Zero build. Yeah. Like it's so likable. It's so easy. Like it's, it's like any game. All you have to do is get used to the loot pool, learn the movement and you're chilling. Yeah. Very Simple cool. as that. So now what would you like to see them add to the game? Ooh, um, for Zero build... I'm sure Corey probably talked about this a lot. He is a big advocate for shield bubbles. I agree. I think shield bubbles for no build would be li literally chef's kiss. Perfect. Yeah. Um, And I think, ooh, besides that, I don't know if there's another mode they could add. I think if they want to like take it back to the old days, maybe those huge 50 V 50 modes, those were like super fun. I don't know how that would play now, but maybe a yeah. huge like 50 V 50 no build would be good considering not many people were building back in the day. Like mm -hmm. I think something like that because I remember those being super fun or like the food fight mode or I think that's what it was called the food fight modes where you could be like it was either you chose the tomato or the burger and you would yeah. go head to head like that was super fun too. Oh, and like fun. Yeah, they're a little they might be a little out of touch now with the skill level, but yeah. I think maybe within no build itself, that would be super interesting because I remember those being super fun back in the yeah. day. OK, very cool. Now, is there any upcoming events uh, that you're looking forward to um, within Fortnite itself? Um, well, FNCS just finished and I I was just playing it. I didn't call to like grands or anything because that's like a huge Skill level, but I definitely yeah. enjoyed playing that. I'm excited to watch it. I love watching FNCS. Like I said, I love watching competitive Fortnite. Yeah. I think the other thing I'm excited for is the upcoming EFUSE tournament, which I think they just tweeted about today. Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be trios and half no build and half build. So I'm yeah. super excited for that because me and my team, well, it was uh, Alexa, if you know Alexa, it was her team actually, but I, yeah. it was me and then Nata on it. We won the last one. So I'm super oh, no excited way. for this next one. Yeah. Oh, I'm super awesome. excited for this next one. So that should be August 6th, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited for that one. Cool. And now for the FNC championships, who are you picking or who any favorites you uh you're rooting for? Ooh. Uh I don't know if I have any favorites. Um I think oh, I don't know, because like um east like the the east region is yeah. such a good region that you never know like who's gonna do well i think um the teams that might probably do the best are probably like kanada and agers or i don't know maybe buga and mira will win another one i mean buga has been at the top since world cup i don't yeah. know but i'm just super excited to watch i will literally like take off stream and stuff <laughs> to watch it i love watching it <laughs> good. 
So now when you're playing, are you doing a mouse and keyboard? Or are you doing that thing that Corey's been playing with the azimuth or what is that? Thing oh, called? the Azeron. I yes. play, I play keyboard and mouse. Okay, yeah. But the right. Azeron looks a little funky, but it, it does it look does. really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you get to pick your own dream squad to roll mm -hmm. some Fortnite with. Who are you picking? Past OGs, current people. You say their name. They're there to, you know, roll some oh. rage with you. Oh, oh my gosh. Probably Valkyrie. Because I remember watching her when she used to play Fortnite back in the day. Yeah. Valkyrie. Um, oh, this is so hard. Wow. That is a, wow, that is crazy. Um, hmm. Definitely Valkyrie. If we're thinking OG, um, who did I watch back in the day? Um, I watched a little bit of Ninja back in the day. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I know Ninja still plays a lot now. I think that would be super fun. Yeah. Definitely like an OG squad, I think. That would be like super entertaining to roll with. And I think maybe, hmm, I'm trying to think of someone like super, super interesting. Um, hmm. Ooh, Daquan. Okay. I think that an OG. Uh, I don't think he, I don't think he plays Fortnite anymore, but I think mm -hmm. Daquan would be a really, really good choice. All right. Cool. So now, when it comes to streaming, what made you jump on to Twitch and fire up things to go live for that first time? Um. So bef before I got, I was like playing on, before I got the PC, I was playing on my brother's like gaming laptop. And so yeah. I used to just sit there and play Fortnite squad of fills all the time. I had like no friends that liked playing Fortnite. I would just sit yeah. there, play squad fills for hours, and I enjoyed it so much. And there were so, I, there were so many people that were like, do you stream? You sound like you stream. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't stream. And like right now I'm using the Apple earbuds just because they're more comfortable than my yeah. other headphones sometimes. But even like the mic on this, they were like, you sound like you have a streamer mic. I was like, nope, I'm using $20 <laughs> Apple earbuds. Um, but that kind of like put the idea in my mind. Yeah. And I actually tried it. Um, tried to stream on Twitch once off of that gaming laptop and it was not good. Like my yeah. game frames were super bad and the, the stream frames were super bad. And so I was like, okay, when I get a PC, like, that's when I'll think about it. And then yep. um, around June, I think, like, June 2020, I, um, my, uh, an IRL of mine, her boyfriend um, wanted to get a new PC, so he sold me his old one. Yeah. And so when I got that, that's when I, like, started to look into streaming more, stuff like that. But I was, like, so nervous to take that first step of going live for the first time. Yeah. And I have a friend, her name is Rocky. She's a couple of, a couple of years younger than me. Um, but she had just started streaming at the time too. She had like yeah. probably started streaming early July or like late June 2020. And um and she she was like super chill on stream, stuff like that. And we were super close friends. And I was like, I was like, okay, like this kind of gives me the boost I need to stream because like if she's not nervous and she went live, I can do that. Like right. I can not be nervous and go live too. So I that inspired definitely inspired me to start streaming for the first time and made a deaf way 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 less nerve wracking. Yeah, and now how about that first you know that first viewer that came in or that first person from chat started chatting? Were you like, or did you know them, or was it like a complete stranger and just like, oh my god, what uh, I, I do now? my first followers and like chatters were definitely like that friend group that me and Rocky had. It was like me, yeah. Rocky. And our friend Bree and like um, some other guys, stuff like that. Like those were definitely the people that came in and chatted. But it was like since I first started streaming, it was super slow. Like obviously because yeah. not everyone can spend their whole time in my chat. Um, but 
but it felt like nice, like having people come in from like the recommended uh, here and there. I was like, oh my God, like this is for like knowing <laughs> who I am. Like that's super yeah. cool. Like the recommended is actually like doing some work out there, like putting me out there, which is super yeah. dope. Oh, cool. So do you remember your first sub and your first mod? Um, oh, I don't remember who my first mod was. Um, I think my first sub entirely was someone his name is nwd244 he still <laughs> he still comes around here and there yeah. not as often but he still comes around in my chat here and there yeah oh very cool so you know i've been in the stream a couple of times very positive seems like everybody's having a good time how would you mm -hmm. describe your stream um sometimes chaotic just because like my chat can be super chaotic sometimes <laughs> and i'm definitely not family friendly and it's like a lot of yelling here and there but yeah. i think very energetic yeah very energetic so now have you like other streamers i've had on they talk about you know certain times of the year or certain days of the week where chat is just crazier than normal it's like a full mm -hmm. moon have you noticed that um i think like it really depends like some people bring in the crazier vibes more than others like yeah there are some people I like my, some of my mods and like some of my actives who definitely have like chaotic vibes, which can be super funny. But then there's like some other people that come in that definitely like add more and it's like yeah. super chaos. So like my viewer squad days, I do them on Sundays. That's mm -hmm. when I definitely like average more viewers, like have more chatters, stuff like that. Yeah, that's when like more of those chaotic people come in. And then my whole chat is like saying sus things or like <laughs> a lot of out of pocket stuff. That's when it gets like super funny. But yeah. it's a really, really good time. Oh, very cool. So now, when did you become partnered in Twitch? Uh, January 27th this year. And do you remember uh, how, how you found out? And, you yeah. Know, did you um, just, like, explode? I was, I, yeah, I was, like, I was mid-streaming, actually. And oh, I had no been waiting for my response for, like, like, over a month at that point, I think. Yeah. Like, I think I applied, like, sometime sometime like end of december early january and you mm -hmm. have to wait and then you when you get denied you have to wait another two weeks so i got like basically auto denied the first time i applied yeah. like they sent me like a denial email like an like 20 minutes later i was like i was like damn like y'all couldn't like <laughs> give it give it some thought right. i was like wow that was really fast but i was like you know what? i'm like i'm not gonna let that down like obviously i kind of expected it because um literally like two weeks prior i had gotten a really really big raid from ninja and so yeah. i was like oh no way eh. yeah so that brought up my viewer average a lot but that also yeah. brought up my partner average so looking at that i would understand why they denied it so quickly but that denial only made me want to keep pushing more so i could mm -hmm. consistently hold the 75 viewers like yeah. stuff like that um and so after I reapplied, I was like waiting for like a long time, like a couple of days, which felt like forever. <laughs> and I was like mid streaming and I was actually, if you know, Sparkles Cutie, I was, I was actually tabbed out. We were sitting in the lobby, like in the Fortnite lobby. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was, is Adriana done with her? She was doing a sponsored stream. I think it was like, it was, I can't remember what it was. She was doing a sponsored stream. I was like, oh, is she done with her stream? So I like opened my Google Chrome and went to her tab. And I mm -hmm. was like, I was like, oh, I guess she's done. And in the top corner, it was like, it was like, congrats. You unlocked the partner achievement or whatever. And I was like, what does that mean? Because like, <laughs> when, when you're able to apply, the same message comes up. And I was like, oh, like, what does this mean? Like, I've already applied and I click on it. Yeah. And it's like view partner agreement. I was like, what does it mean? view partner like wait what 
and I sent the screenshot because I was playing um with Rafi, who is my boyfriend. I sent him a screenshot. I was like, yeah. I was like, does this mean what I think it means? He was like, accept it. What are you doing? <laughs> so I went and accepted it. And I was like, I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I like went to my my own stream in Google Chrome and I refreshed the tab and I was like, I was like, everyone refresh my stream right now. Like I have the check mark and all. And I was freaking out. It was literally so insane. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Now you just said Rafi's your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Is that the same Rafi that Corey always talks about? Probably. Okay. Yeah, right, we're yeah. all we're all really good, like really close <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, so now, you know, since you've been streaming, what has been a highlight for you? The partnership or is there some other moment that sticks out that was like, you know, your first, you know, first time somebody, you know, rated you with like a huge number? Um, okay. So there's there's a couple of moments. I think the ninja raid is definitely one of the most memorable like yeah. cuz I I was insane because I had just been raided by alina um and it was right before christmas too and i remember going back for his reaction or like what made him want to raid me yeah and my title was merry christmas eve eve and he was like we're gonna raid fading past um uh it's fate because like he said my title was fate and i looked at his twitter i was wondering what he meant by that and his live tweet for that day was merry christmas eve eve so it kind of oh. worked out because it connected like that. So that one definitely stuck with me because I had just I had just gotten some food and I came back to my room. <laughs> and as I'm sitting down, I I just see like Ninja has raided with 13,000. I oh was like, God. I was like, what? <laughs> like that one was crazy. I, I will literally always remember that. And um, me getting partnered midstream as well. That was insane. And then... Yeah. Um, like a couple of days later, like probably like two or three, Rafi had messaged a couple people in my community and, um, they had done this thing where, oh, I can't remember like the exact timing of it, but they all had, um, sent really, really nice messages, like congratulating me on getting partnered all at once. I cried like a little baby <laughs> reading all of them. It was super, super nice. That was super memorable too. Oh, excellent. So now... <laughs> When you get that big raid, how do you how do you prepare for dealing with, you know, chat going from maybe a couple of hundred to thousands? I was just in shock for a long time. I was literally just sitting there like <laughs> Um and they were all like run an ad, run an ad, right? Yeah. Everyone we want an ad. And I was like, I would feel bad running an ad. You just got here. They're like, run an ad right now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think like sometimes you get scared when you get like a huge raid especially being like a girl on twitch you never yeah. know like what weirdos there may be like mm -hmm. sprinkled into like huge communities but yeah that was probably like one of the nicest raids i've ever got like everyone came in super positive especially for the size like yeah i it was just super nice i was trying to thank as many people as i could but it was just moving so fast because like i didn't want um anyone to feel left out for any follows or any raid messages like i always yeah. try to include everyone but there were so many i was like i'm so sorry <laughs> i can't get to everyone right now I've, i wish i could thank all of you individually excellent so you brought up a good point about you know being a girl on twitch and the weirdos that come along with it how's mm -hmm. your experience been um it's been been pretty interesting i think i have a decent auto mod system and like my mods are pretty good at catching yeah. messages but you will always like see people that come in and say some weird things like a lot of like first time chatters especially because yeah. they they don't care they're not part of your community they don't care like stuff like that they'll right. always do like 
exclamation point OnlyFans or like oh. can I get your snap or like they'll say some like weird weird things about like wanting news or whatever and like at that point we're just like shut up yeah. you're banned yeah like at that point like a lot of the times um unless they saw something that like we want to make fun of yeah we are at the point is just like okay easy ban yeah. we're over it it's like stuff like that it's kind of like a thing we shouldn't be used to but something that we are because people just don't know how yeah. to be nice sometimes yeah over the tarkov community there's a, a strong female you know amount of streamers over there and and one mm -hmm. of the girls who i had on nixia she started up a uh, a discord called the chatettes where anybody any of the female streamers that are starting up They've got a place to go, whether it's just mm -hmm. for support or they're sharing, hey, here's the creeper guy. And then immediately everybody in the community sort of, you know, there's a flag. And so it's, it's a, it was a kind of a neat thing to, to hear that they have. Oh, that's actually that's actually really nice. Um, I think I think any and all gaming spaces should definitely like have something like that. I feel like it's really nice, especially like in male dominated communities. It's really nice to be able to have like girls you can just right. like go to immediately um and that's why like i've always tried to um like go out of my way to show like girls on twitch more love just yeah. so like because a lot of like stereotypes to try to pin like girls love to be competitive and have drama with each other stuff right. like that and like i don't like that stigma like I, unless obviously like unless i know like you're not that good of a person but i try to go out of my way to befriend other girls just because i want them to feel safe on twitch like i want right. everyone to like be friends with each other like i don't want that stigma of like girls being petty and competitive with one another when yeah. we should all like be friends when there's already a whole society against us yeah that's good so now, being a streamer, what has been the toughest thing for you to, you know, sort of to deal with or to adjust to? Um, I think a lot of people can say this, but like sometimes like viewer count, like yeah. sometimes you try not to let it get to you, but it's pretty easy for it to like, no matter how like good of a mental you may have, like it yeah. honestly does get to you every once in a while. And I think the most stressful part of it is like the when you're trying to like apply to get partnered, that's always stressing you out because I obviously to get partnered, you have to have a viewership number requirement. Yeah. And so there's it gets way more stressful after the application process, just making sure your numbers are consistently around that area because you yeah. don't want to get denied because you're not averaging those numbers anymore. And that's when it gets super nerve wracking. And as much as like I or anyone else may preach that viewer count doesn't and shouldn't matter, that's always like the one time that it will always like always seems to get to people, me included. Like I was super stressed waiting to hear back. Yeah. And it doesn't help when you have to wait days and days on end for a reply. Um, it's just super stressful. I think that's like the one thing a lot of people have to have to try and overcome too, especially like there's always like those like first time chatters or like new streamers will come in and be like, I only average like so and so amount of viewers like I'm struggling to find motivation. And I feel like at that stage, when you're like a new streamer or like trying to become up and coming, yeah. you have to like ignore the viewer count because um, if you stress yourself out over it, then then it only gets like worse from then on out. And I feel yeah. like you have to give yourself some wiggle room and like be more 
I don't know the word for it, like malleable. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not the right word, but in in a sense, like make your mental a little a little easy on you just because there's so there's thousands and thousands and thousands of streamers on Twitch that only average like one to two viewers. So yeah. even just getting the affiliate part is a huge accomplishment, as much as it may not seem like it when you're comparing yourself mm-hmm. to big viewers, big streamers. Yeah. Yeah. So many of, of the guests have come on and said that number is something that, you know, don't look at it because it will cause yeah. you anxiety. You yep. have people who, you know, when they're taken out the trash, like, oh, my God, I'm losing numbers and I'm losing viewers right now because I'm not in front of my computer. And it's just not healthy. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not. And I know like I've seen um, I've seen some articles this is definitely way more to the extreme where people feel like they can't eat on stream. They can't take bathroom breaks, stuff like that. Yeah. And that's when it gets like super toxic because like you have to be totally unafraid because if you start to build up like where you can't eat on stream, you can't go to the bathroom, like stuff like that. It'll only get worse from then because then people are going to be used to you not doing these things. So when you do do them, they'll go out of their way to mention it. And then you'll feel bad for doing yeah. that thing. So if you just get into the habit of doing what you're comfortable with on stream and like maybe eating may not make you comfortable on stream, but like face cam off eating, but still there or letting yourself take like a five minute breather, walk around the house, like stuff like that. If you introduce your community to people who are comfortable as yourself being comfortable doing this, then they'll get used to like a culture where streamers take care of themselves instead of like forcing themselves to be present for a community. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's really true. So now somebody who's just starting out in this, what advice would you give them? Um, Take the time and effort to make sure your stream quality is good. Like, I know doing a face cam isn't easy for a lot of people, but, and I know a face cam shouldn't be the only thing people look for, but I, that's always like what grabs my eyes, face cam streamers. It's yeah. way easier to connect to the streamer, like when you can see what they're saying, like, with their face, like their facial expressions, like what they look like, stuff like that always helps me connect to a streamer more. But having a good mic, um, having good audio as well. There's so many times like with Fortnite streamers themselves, like their like their audio is so bad um, because they do like 3D audio. It just sounds really, really bad on stream. Mm-hmm. So I always try to pay attention to like mic quality and like game audio. And even if you like don't splurge on like a mic like this mic, like the Sure mic, you could always get like a good Amazon mic. That's what I had before this. And it was yeah. so, it was like $30 and it was super good. So I think taking the time to invest what money you can into your streaming setup is really good, especially how your stream looks. Like you don't want your stream to look like overly flashy, but you want to make sure you have some little overlays. If you don't have a face cam, you want to make sure you yeah. have panels. You want to make sure you have the time and effort that shows like you really care about streaming, not that you're just like hitting a go live button, expecting things to happen. Right. Cool. Excellent advice. Now, movement. We talked a little bit about movement. Mm-hmm. You, you're involved with them. So what is movement, first of all, for those that don't they, know? Um, they, are, they are an online company that specializes in helping creators be creators. I think that's like the best way you can explain it. Um, or their slogan is like, be a, like be a movement make a movement um yeah. they they specialize in like graphic design for streamers graphic design panels overlays i know for Corey, they recently did a rebrand yeah. um they also do like they, they do editing they do like youtube videos they edit for gamers they also edit for i know um they do like renovation youtubers as well like basically anything they help um with uh what's it called 3d rendering Rendering. as well yep 
3D rendering. I know they helped a lot with some people's G Fuel campaigns. Um, with advertisements with Las Vegas and Inferno, they did that recently as well with the with the like the mockups and the video of the what's it called the promotional video for yeah. it. Um, all of that they do a lot of that. They love helping streamers, growing streamers. They help with TikToks, uh, all of that. Just about anything to help creators do what they do best. Yeah. And now, how did you get involved with them? Um. I actually needed some alerts done and <laughs> they pointed me to movement and I was on a call with Brave and we just yeah. got to talking about literally everything. And then I did my internship through them because I needed an internship credit to graduate. Yeah. And then I just kind of stayed with them post-graduation. Now I do my work with them and I really enjoy like knowing Brave and like mm -hmm. Monster D-Face. Yeah. The, the little interaction I've had with Monster D-Face has always been super great. Super, super nice. nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the entire like movement like community and like people that know movement, everyone loves movement. It's super dope. Cool. Well, I got a funny story to share with you that mm -hmm. I had with, so when Nikki was on, I asked, uh, he was talking about doing this, you know, campaign or uh, video for, for this, you know, up and comer streamer swearing Fortnite. <laughs> I said, oh, that's cool. It's like 14 year old kid who's, you know, he's really smart about doing his branding. Cause I was ignorant to the Fortnite community. It's like, then, you know, he said, oh, you should go check him out. And so I checked him. I was like, oh, he's not a 14 year old kid. He's a really entertaining 30 year old guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I definitely love watching Corey. One of my like favorite streamers to watch off stream for sure. Yeah. Cool. So what other content creators do you, uh, do you like to watch? Um, or people should check out. I, Corey and Maddie are literally like my go-tos. Like yeah. in the morning, I'll watch Corey and then I'll go live and then I'll get off and then I'll watch Maddie. It's kind of like a process. <laughs> or in the morning, I it's either like Corey or Alexa or Sparkles Cutie that I literally will like open all three tabs and I'll rotate and like talk to people and chat and listen and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like my morning routine while I get ready, <laughs> like do some things. I have a little afternoon break and then I'll stream and then I'll get off and I'll watch Maddie or like uh, browse any other people that are live or like my friends that I know are streaming. I'll stop by and say hi. I just yeah. love being on Twitch and saying hi to people. Um, or if I'm like, um, if I'm trying to watch them competitive, I'll just go straight to Ozzy Antics. He's like the go-to for Fortnite competitive watch parties. He's so yeah. good at it. Um, and I love hanging out in there. He's super nice and super funny. It's a, cool. It's a good place to be. All right. So now when you're not streaming, you're not watching people on Twitch, what are you doing away from the computer? Honest, I'm always on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty I'm always sitting here. Um yeah. me and my boyfriend, me and Rafi are long distance, so we're typically like off stream in a Discord call together literally all the time. It helps yeah. keep us connected pretty well because we're both always on our PC. Um, if not, like I'll hang out with my family downstairs. Like we'll go yeah. my family and I will go out to dinner. Um We'll sit outside and talk sometimes. It's super nice. Or nice. like uh, before stream, I'll like go out with my mom and stuff like that. We'll go to the mall or we'll go get lunch together, like do some like day shopping. It's super yeah. nice. Um, And I'm getting back into like, as you can see from the books, I'm getting trying to get back into my old love for reading mm -hmm. so I can have like another hobby besides sitting on my PC all day and yeah. playing games and watching streams Um, because I was really big on it in high school. So I'm trying to get back into it um i'm like maybe buying books will spending money on books will help help me motivate and i've definitely yeah. i've read some recently so i'm I'm getting in the groove of it i'm trying to get back into the into the vibe of reading just because it gives me it takes my eyes away from the screen mm -hmm. if i'm reading a physical book and it's nice to like just get away from all the blue light right. all of that it's definitely a good 
a good habit to get back into. I think reading is a good thing. What's your favorite book? If you had a favorite um, book of all time, what are a couple of your favorites? Um, this is a good one. I really liked um, Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. I'm a big like fantasy reader. Like mm -hmm. I like, I like when the imagination goes elsewhere. Like I really love reading those kinds of books. So I yeah. think uh, Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo is really good. Um, when I was in high school, I really, really, really liked Red Queen. It was probably one of my favorite by Victoria Aveyard. It was one of my favorite books. Like me and my IRL Sarah, we were reading them together. It was so yeah. dope. So dope. And I had only read up to the third book, and there's four in the series. And I, I literally just the other day, I rebought, <laughs> I, re I bought the entire series. I was like, I'm gonna reread it, and I'm gonna love it again. Excellent. So, I, yeah, that's definitely something I, I'm really excited to do. Cool. Well, that's it. You survived. <laughs> I don't feel a scratch. I'm, there we go. I'm perfectly okay. <laughs> but now, before I let you go, though, now is your turn to call out somebody who you think I should get on the pod. Hmm. Um. I think. Um. Oh, this is a good one. I think if you can get in touch with Alina, I think mm -hmm. she would be Alexa. I think she would be such a good option considering she's been streaming. I think just recently she's uh, she's been streaming for four years. Oh wow! She's literally one of my favorite people on Twitch, yeah. and she's such a big, like, big uh, Fortnite influence for a lot of people. Like, they yeah. love watching her streams. She has a lot of energy. She's probably uh, she's probably my go to. I yeah. she's one of my favorite people ever. And um, if not trying to think of trying to think of someone else um if you're maybe looking for some new streamers uh, uh my you, friend yeah this is this is a platform for content creators so i'm looking yeah. for you to <laughs> pick somebody to who you know who'd have um, a good story i think if we're thinking more og i think alina would be a very very good option yeah. but i have a friend bria who started streaming recently and she's new to fortnite and streaming itself so i think cool. she would be a good option as well awesome well, thank you so much for doing this. And it was very nice to meet you. Well, thank you for having me. I thank you so much. I enjoyed meeting you as well. Thank you.